This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm London. And I'm Anya, and we're the hosts of Grave Danger. Grave Danger is a true crime podcast where I dig deep into the blood-curdling nature of every case to keep you on the edge of your seat. But don't worry, because I'm taking this journey alongside you as I hear the spine-chilling cases for the first time as well. Grave Danger has the perfect amount of banter and humor sprinkled throughout each episode to make it feel like you're talking with friends without losing out on the information. We can be found anywhere that you listen to podcasts and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Grave Danger Podcast and on Twitter at Grave Danger Pod. You can also subscribe to our email newsletter that includes every episode's full case notes so you can get all the information that way as well. Episodes are released weekly every Tuesday or as weekly as London working full-time and me being a full-time student can allow. So grab a drink and come join us as we talk about the trash humans of our society and the victims that deserved better. We hope you join us next week on Grave Danger. In The Conjuring 2, Ed and Lorraine Warren traveled to England to investigate the Enfield haunting. Despite the fact that the work that the film is a work of fiction, the haunting in North London that the film depicts was very real indeed, or at least was claimed to have been. In the 1970s, Peggy Hodgson, a single mother with four children, described a series of strange happenings at the family home. More than 30 eyewitnesses eventually corroborated their account, describing goods flying into the air, matches spontaneously bursting into flame, and an elderly man speaking through one of the Hodgson's small daughters. Over time, some have, over time, some have come to consider the Enfield poltergeist as tangible evidence of the paranormal. Others, though, believe the entire haunting was staged by the family who resided in the house. Join me and two very special guests as we discuss the Enfield haunting. Well, hello, my fellow weirdos. I'm Dom, and this is Horror House. How is everybody? I hope everyone's had an amazing week. So episode 13, we have a very special one today. Not only is it my first paranormal-based episode, but I've got two very special guests that are going to be helping me navigate this Enfield haunting. And that is the lovely, lovely hosts from the amazing podcasts Did Not Need to Know, Jenna and Danielle. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. We're so excited. Thank you. I'm scared, <laughs> but excited. I could see your reactions when I was doing the intro. <laughs> Something about like, oh, the old God. man talking through a little girl just, I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Not today. So, as I say, thank you for joining me for this episode, ladies. Before we dive in, tell everyone a little bit about your podcast and where people can find you. 
So we are everywhere. You can find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, literally everywhere. Um, uh, we are true crime with like a little comedy twist on it. Yeah, because she likes it and I hate it. So <laughs> it's really my sister scaring me every week. Yeah, it started with, um, you know, for years I've been like, have you heard this story or did you hear about this guy who killed his wife? And she's just like, stop telling me all these horrible stories. And I was like, you know what? We should make a podcast about this. And we've here, been we ha- are. here we are having fun. <laughs> well, I'm having fun. One. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you emotionally recovered from the Richard Ramirez episode? I, I realized <laughs> and I just started listening to it again. I'm like, why am I doing this? But I blocked out <laughs> things every week. And I'm like, wait what happened in that episode? Cause it's so scary to me that I'm just like, okay, <laughs> shut my brain off. I can't keep this in there. We, we literally, we re-record in my, in my house. So I literally had to make sure like I was watching her the whole time as she ran outside at night into her car, looking behind her back constantly to see if someone was going to kill terrifying. her. <laughs> <laughs> I live in an area with no street lights, so definitely pitch black walking to my car. Yeah. Oh no, he's um he's going to be someone that I cover in the future. I'm I I'm kind of not looking forward to it, but also <laughs> kind of in a really weird way looking forward to it. Um like i i did randy craft uh, a few weeks ago and that was that was pretty horrific which is why i was like right um uh friday's episode is going to be about a theme park because i I need to sort of purge purge that man (laughs) from from my brain um so when it comes to ghouls and demons and hauntings and ghosts and all that sort of stuff where do you guys sit are you do you, are you believers are you in the middle are you sort of going one way or the other unfortunately we believe in these ghosts and paranormal things because we've had some experiences Ooh. at the very Ooh. very end of our richard but no oh no 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 no, no. Uh, yeah it, it hasn't come out on monday yeah it hasn't come out yet and we just recorded an episode in the very end of it we talk about our um our ghosts our ghosts that we had in one house that we lived in that we no longer live in obviously because we're not children who live together anymore (laughs) (laughs) but uh growing up we lived in a house that was haunted and did a lot of creepy stuff so we're unfortunate believers oh okay see i i wouldn't say that i'm a skeptic but i haven't experienced anything myself Mm. so like i i love paranormal films i love um watching there's a youtube channel a youtube channel i think it's called like nukes top five and it's like every video is just sort of five paranormal incidents that that have come off of like tiktok or or dash cams or anything like that and i i absolutely love that but obviously i haven't seen anything myself to to say like Right, I, I definitively believe in the paranormal, but I'm not one of those people that would be like, "Oh, that's you know, that's a load of a load of bullshit." So, I guess I'm, I don't know, I guess I'm in the middle. Not a skeptic, but I haven't had anything happen myself. In a way, I kind of want something to happen. Like, I want like 
a, that now. The, that's <laughs> this bottle over here to just like levitate off off the table or something um <laughs> it's cool for innocent things like that until they start like attacking you <laughs> if um if i if i start talking in an old man voice we know oh, that that, that stuff is I will, I, i'm gonna have to end this call right away <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um so before we barrel into um the episode thank you so much for getting the mug jetta thank you oh, yay. Oh, i should have up here <laughs> yeah outrageous i was counting <laughs> on it as well i was like I she can it. she can put some good words in because she's in my on my podcast and she can't badmouth it <laughs> no i do i love it i love that blue is my favorite color so i got the blue one with the blue interior and it's just it's like clean cut and i just love it thank you i, I love good. a good mug so <laughs> i i absolutely love a good mug i need to i need to get myself one of my own mugs i really should yes, buy my do. own merch really shouldn't i <laughs> um also my mum's probably listening to this um so Hi, i thank you for buying a hoodie mum oh, <laughs> so nice. and saying it was it was really nice and then proceeding to get a stain down it the first time oh, no. it. um <laughs> children like, brand new outrageous outrageous uh but thank you mum. that was that was very kind of you and also for giving me a five-star review Aww. she's like my biggest fan bless her what a woman what a woman so without further ado what do you guys think of getting stuck in to this case or potentially not so much a case of the paranormal we're ready we're ready i'm nervous <laughs> That's right. We'll get through it together. <laughs> uh, so the story begins in 1977, according to the Hodgson family. Peggy uh, Hodgson was uncommon at the time that she was a single mother to four children. Margaret, aged 12, uh, Janet, aged 11, Johnny, aged 10, and Billy, aged 7. Um, and it was uncommon, I think, because her ma- obviously her marriage to, her, to their father ended, and I'm guessing single parents weren't sort of that common in the 70s in London maybe I don't know um (laughs) it was the evening of August the 30th 1977 and Miss Hodgson was keen to get her children into bed um she heard Janet complaining from upstairs that her and her brother's beds were wobbling <laughs> it's already happening so soon. It's, it's like already two happening. Minutes in. We're wasting no time. <laughs> Just barreling right into it. Um, <laughs> Janet told her daughter to stop mucking around, which is such a British response. <laughs> oh, Janet, stop mucking around. Get to bed. Um, the following evening, though, there was a far stranger commotion. So, Janet heard a loud bang from the second floor and she went to tell her kids to calm down like genuinely when I was a kid nothing was more terrifying than me like dropping something on the floor (laughs) and then hearing my mum power up the stairs (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) climbing those stairs with fury she was um margaret and janet were hiding in the corner of their bedroom when peggy went to investigate 
Uh, Janet said, "We told our mu- we told our mum that the chest of drawers was moving towards the bedroom door." Oh, no, that's big. That that is big, right? Like, <laughs> I love how I love how like the first sort of what was the first thing like a um, the beds were wobbling, oh, right. and then it just goes straight into a whole damn chest of drawers. Right? Like, hey, you didn't like... me for the wobble, but here I am. <laughs> it's <laughs> like so moving towards the door this this poltergeist is like right i'm not messing around i am going i'm going full throttle straight away um wait i'm sorry did the, they just move in there had they just moved um in? i think they were i think it was a short time i couldn't find the exact date that they did move in but i'm i'm pretty sure it wasn't that long um it wasn't that long so waiting for a tangent (laughs) it was right it was like oh oh these guys these guys look easily easily scarable (laughs) Um, i'm i'm waiting um so janet said um that her mother in response said oh don't be silly which is which is such another British response. I love it. <laughs> oh, don't be silly. Hmm. But the chest then slid across the room. You know. Um, um. Which is, I mean, even I, I think if I saw that, even I would be like, ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling this. Like, right. I'm, it's not, I'm not like it was this. something that rolled off the bed. Well, yeah. No one's pushing that. I'm assuming <laughs> the floors weren't on an incline or anything no. like that. No. <laughs> I think it might have been like a hardwood floor as well. So there's no like no, carpet or anything. No. Oh, dearie me. Um, Peggy said, I just couldn't believe it. In fact, I pushed it back twice and a third time I couldn't move it. Oh. So, yeah, like, so not going to lie. If I saw, if I was just sitting in my room, like now, for example, mm-hmm. or later on, if I'm just sitting in my room and my chest of drawers, just slides huh. i would shit my pants like i would i would a hundred percent i would probably run <laughs> screaming out of the house and i'd come back oh i would i would i would be going to my housemates like guys we gotta go <laughs> like, we gotta go everybody gotta be calling my landlord just being like john you've moved me into a haunted house what is this <laughs> oh my god so uh Cool. So Peggy decided to seek assistance after hearing a peculiar knocking noise throughout the house. She approached a neighbour first and then the police. Um, Caroline Heaps, a police constable who arrived on the scene, said that she saw a chair move on its own. Um, it's always the furniture first. What? It is always the furniture first. How about a it? nice stuffed animal? Like, you know, <laughs> furniture or stuffed animal. I mean, it's not going to like make a big thud or kill somebody if it falls on. Like That's a true. chest or drawer is just like. Yeah, like, a, yeah, I, I would I would take the soft toy falling on me <laughs> over a chest of drawers, right. please, for right. $50. It's um, more playful. Musical <laughs> <a> ghost. <laughs> so. If you think that's crazy, she said at the time, a large armchair moved unassisted four foot across the floor. She looked for hidden wiring in the chair, but couldn't discover anything that explained what she'd just seen. 
The cops eventually left, telling the family that the incidents were not related to the police because no one had broken the law. I just love the fact. <laughs> I just love the fact that this this police constable saw this chair move, and then was literally like, "Well, we're going to head out because <laughs> we, don't, we don't arrest ghouls." Sorry. Good luck with the whole haunted house shit you got going on, guys. Soz, bye. Yeah, nothing <laughs> like, we can do. I like enjoy. how I like how they were looking for like a wire, like someone's hiding behind a door, just yanking it with a string or something. Because yeah, like, it's really easy to wire a chair and yank it across the floor. Let's put uh, it on the amazing. Um, the bizarre incidents at two eight four Green Street seemed to get stranger as time went on. Graham Morris, a Daily Mirror photographer who paid a visit to the family's home at their request, described chaos, saying things started flying around and people were screaming. Morris himself, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because it probably, <laughs> it probably hurt quite a bit, actually. Morris himself got hit by a flying Lego, a flying fucking Lego. <laughs> this poor guy should just out here throwing Lego at people, man. Like an inch, inch big Lego? Like, come on. Oh, dear. Like, I mean, I can imagine, like, I mean, obviously getting a stepping on yeah. Lego. Yeah, that is true. Is horrendous. That's I can't imagine that, like, getting hit in the face with, like, a Lego brick is is much fun either but i just love it just this ghoul is just like oh i got some lego i'm gonna fling it at graham morris because reasons (laughs) (laughs) the poltergeist seemed particularly focused on 11 year old janet Uh, janet is quoted as saying i was used and abused some unknown force she said yanked her through the air and forced her to levitate nope (laughs) get out of the house janet (laughs) damn it janet get out of the house oh my god i haven't seen this movie right i mean the country too is a a good movie i mean it shit me up but i'm i'm really bad with horror films i love them absolutely love them but like I'll watch one and then like I'll, I'll see like my dressing gown on my door and I'll think it's like this <laughs> fucking shadow figure or something. <laughs> it's terrible. And I and I know when the jump scares are coming as well, mm. but I always get caught by them. It's it's terrible. Every time. Every time. So the first time. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you go. You I was go. gonna say, does Janet not wise up and she stays in this house after it just like threw her in the air? Oh, you'll see. 11, I mean. Oh, she was 11. Yeah. <laughs> she was 11. <laughs> She's just like, I'm sorry, Bob. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving this house. One of the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, you're 11 years old. I don't care. I'm out. <laughs> um, so, uh, where was I? Uh, so, additionally um, to being forced to levitate, Janet began speaking in the gravelly voice of an older man. The voice said through Janet on recorded audio, just before I died, I went blind and then I had a hemorrhage and I fell asleep and I died in the chair in the corner downstairs. What the... Chillingly, uh... a former <laughs> occupant of the house named Bill Wilkins 
had died in exactly the same way, in exactly the same chair, in exactly the same house years earlier. What the fuck are you doing with that chair in your house? <laughs> yeah, why do they have this chair? <laughs> do people move? Is that like, I don't know. Is that like a thing you moved into a furnished house? Maybe because she's a, a single mom of four? She's like, sure, she give me the death chair. Perfect. <laughs> give me the death chair. I didn't bleed all over it. <laughs> Oh no! Get a hemorrhage, blood. No, that it could be an internal. Oh, true. You're right. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I, I love how I love how Danielle's just like, why have you still got the chair? <laughs> like, seriously, no wonder he went blind. He's still in. He's still in. And the then he chair. hemorrhaged. Yeah, that's soul brain hemorrhage. in the chair. His soul's in the chair. <laughs> so. His soul belongs to the chair now. Fucking <laughs> chair. I mean, stop. I mean, the chair. Reason. To be honest, I did say I did put in my notes actually. Question mark. Burn the chair. Um, yeah. And then I was, and then I was like, they, but they kind of have you. So have you seen the Babadook? What? So I, I won't give it away, but they in in the film they burn like a haunted object um which doesn't do shit so i was like <laughs> then again burning something in the babadook did okay. jack so okay. i don't know if yeah, burning the chair would actually do anything wave some sage <laughs> do a sage stick garlic yeah no that's fam do a sage <laughs> stick <laughs> <Garlic>. <laughs> sorry <laughs> the chair's not a vampire jenna <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Maurice Gross. Oh, I'm so bad at pronunciations. I'm going to say Gross. Maurice Gross. He was probably not Gross. He was probably a really nice man. Um, <laughs> Guy Lion Playfair and Guy Lion Playfair of the Society for Psychical Research noticed curious whistling and barking noises coming from Janet's general direction when they visited the house. Barking. She's barking. That, There's barking. That dogs. caught me. We don't know. That caught me off. That caught me really off guard. I remember when I was noting. I was like, barking. Where's this barking coming from? Is this old man just deciding to bark through Janet? Yeah. I don't. Don't know. He had a dog, <laughs> Although, a dog that died also in that chair. The do- <laughs> his dog was on his lap when he died, and then the dog died as well. <laughs> oh no! Oh god, a twofer. <laughs> Although <laughs> although Playfair maintained that the haunting was genuine and wrote in his later book, This House is Haunted, The True Story of a Poltergeist, which came out in 1980, that the Enfield disturbances were caused by an entity. He frequently questioned the children's veracity and wondered if they were playing games and exagger- exaggerating. Exaggerating. Ex- oh, exaggerating. You, go. you got it. There we go. I got it. <laughs> Like it only took three tries. Normally that would take me at least 10 takes. Um, <laughs> still, uh, Gross and Playfair believe that even though some of the alleged poltergeist activity was faked by the girls, other incidents were genuine. Um, other paranormal investigators who studied the case include American demonologist, demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren. The Warrens visited the Enfield House in 1978 and were convinced that the events had a supernatural explanation. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know much about the Warrens? No. 
no oh so people um fall into the camp of they're either completely genuine so i think ed was like a demonologist and lorraine was a clairvoyant i'm I'm pretty sure i've got that right um and people either fall into the camp of they were totally legit or they were massive grifters like there's there's two camps and it sort of falls into one or the other and there's loads of debate about um if it was genuine people have said that um ed has played up um events that have happened in in investigations they've done Mm. and sort of his 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 said haunt like cases of hauntings he's sort of exaggerated it into poltergeist or demon activity so there's this whole thing about ed and lorraine warren they've actually got a museum so they're both dead now but i'm pretty sure i want to say like one of their relatives um still sort of runs this museum they've got a museum of all the haunted artifacts that they've gathered over the years like the annabelle doll was in there um and the the annabelle doll was actually in like this glass box um and you can't open the box you can't touch the doll why will she come to life and kill you (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) what does one need to do in order to become a a certified yeah certified what a career i don't know imagine like imagine so i remember in secondary school here we would have like every so often you would you would go and see someone and they'll be like oh so what do you want to do for your career when you're like 30 12 13 years old they'll be like so what do you want to do when you grow get older and you're just like mate i'm 12 i don't know (laughs) um but like how would you like how would you like go to you guys have guidance counselors don't you in in schools how like how would you sort of go to your guidance counselor so i want to be a demonologist like how does that sort of conversation come around and and how do you like get certified in that like like oh i found five demons and exercised them and now i'm certified like what what's the criteria what's the court do you reckon like do you, do you reckon they have like a minimum number oh three nah, nah. <laughs> two more amateur two more amateur yeah get out of here with your amateur demonologist three exorcisms rubbish (laughs) so according to ed warren um he was stated as saying now you couldn't record the dangerous threatening atmosphere inside the little house but you could film the levitations the teleportations and dematerializations of people and objects that were happening whoa, there. Whoa, who whoa. dematerialized? <laughs> Back it up. What? Like someone disappeared? Someone, like someone apparently disapparated to Hogwarts and it was this whole <laughs> it was this whole scene. <laughs> Harry's just Harry's just like, oh crap, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Sure. So he also said, um, not to mention 
the many hundreds of hours of tape recordings made of these spirit voices speaking out loud in rooms. Hundreds of hours? Apparently so. Oh. Hundreds of hours of that's tape not, recordings. You know, a fake one time. No, no it's, you would go insane real. having to listen to all that. No, <laughs> not a demon. Author. I know, right? I hate listening to like my own voice on tape. I don't think I could listen to a hundred hours of of this eleven-year-old girl just talking like a ninety-year-old old man who's yeah. <laughs> it could be dude. I couldn't be dealing with that. Ninety-year-old people don't really say anything interesting anymore. Crazy. <laughs> 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 You're ninety and listening to this. Sorry. <laughs> oh well. That thanks, thanks, uh, Danielle. There goes like ninety percent of my audience. Awesome. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm just gonna pack the podcast in now. <laughs> So during the Enfield haunting, around 30 people claim to have witnessed some sorts of paranormal activity. Yeah. Reporters, cops, attorneys, oh, that was very American, attorneys, <laughs> um, s- lawyers, uh, psychic <laughs> researchers, and of course, the Hodgson family themselves. However, not everyone believed that the Enfield poltergeist was real, and some thought that Janet and her siblings had staged the whole event hmm. because kids. Kids. <laughs> well, yes. Kids. But, but the mom, like the mom believes them, the mom has seen things. Yeah, the, the whole family um, has said that they've 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 seen things. Um so this this is quite interesting and it it shows it so it has it in the conjuring too um so janet was caught in the act of deception by a video video camera which captured her bending spoons and attempting to bend an iron bar um janet had been pounding a broom handle on the ceiling and hiding um a hiding his recording device according to uh, gross uh, janet did actually admit to faking some of the events, but only 2% of the time. Hmm. So she's only two... come to get people to believe that it actually happened? Maybe she liked the attention? Maybe. Um, that's that's something that, that skeptics and, and people that don't believe that it was genuine say quite a bit, that she was a kid that was looking for attention and wanting to sort of, make a, a bigger story out of, well, out of, the, out of the whole thing but you can't fake oh the middle dad's child. gone she's needs attention mom's busy mom's busy My, I, she figure out how to levitate to get attention i also i also loved that like she this 11 year old girl is attempting to bend an iron bar Right? Like. (laughs) (laughs) Not very smart, Janet. Uh, Her mum comes in and she's just like, I will bend this bar. God damn it. (laughs) People will believe me, mom. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, Janet's a cuckoo. Janet. So the middle child. And eat these people alive still. Oh, yeah. Is Janet around? Janet is around. Um, Get her online. Janet so Janet's still alive and one of the other 
gals is still alive as well mm. i'm not sure so the mum isn't i'm pretty sure the mum has died i know janet is still alive and one of her sisters is still alive mm. um and obviously they both um say that you know everything everything was genuine you know it all happened okay 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 so according to playfair one of janet's voices dubbed bill had a habit of abruptly changing the topic which was a um trait that janet shared as well gross and playfair forced janet and margaret to recant their statement after they admitted pranking to journalists other researchers mocked uh, Gross and Playfair for being led so being misled so easily. Hmm. Children being children. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm getting a little more skeptical. If they really thought this was real, especially the mom, why you still living there? That yes, but like apparently, police officers saw like a armchair fly across the room not convinced enough to do anything and how do you explain the <laughs> levitating maybe, not convinced maybe, enough. maybe maybe not. janet and this dude became this ghostly dude became friends and she's like hey i'm getting a lot of attention he's like i'm really old and tired i don't want to do it all the time so she started like making up her own bending spoons and stuff like that <laughs> like a wacko no offense janet <laughs> janet might listen she might <laughs> Janet, Janet and Bill have, have become busy mates over this entire story. Can you imagine? They're like, now nah, we're friends now. Where we, you know, we hang out, we we go to the pub, like it's all, <laughs> it's all chill. Oh, <laughs> no, no need to panic, guys. <laughs> um, cool. So, at the Second International Society for Psychical Research, bloody hell, that's an absolute mouthful. Um, Oh, that's not even everything. <laughs> at, the second, at the Second International Society for Psychical Research Conference in Cambridge in 1978, where videotapes from the case were inspected, reservations were expressed concerning the purported poltergeist voice, according to uh, psychical researcher Renee Haynes. The Enfield case had been overrated, according to SPR investigator Anita Gregory, who described the numerous events of the girls' behavior as suspicious and thought that the girls had manufactured several incidents for the advantage of journalists looking for a sensational narrative. Janet's being found out. Oh, dear. Yeah, I think I'm sticking with my theory. Middle child causing problems. That's your theory? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's dead. I don't know. Was the dad, did he die or he divorced the mom? I believe he... I believe he divorced um, divorced the mum, but there's there's like nothing about the dad. He, at least he knew like Janet was an attention seeker. Bye. <laughs> he bounced. He was just <laughs> like, some shit. I'm a head out because because Janet is Janet. Yeah, I can't be dealing with that. That's Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Um, American uh, where was I so American magician like even even magicians are out here as well like saying ah no this is this is rubbish American magician Milbourne Christopher 
briefly investigated, failed to observe anything that, be called, that could be called paranormal, and was dismayed by what he felt was suspicious activity on the part of Janet. Christopher would later conclude that the poltergeist was nothing more than the antics of a little girl who wanted to cause trouble and was very, very clever. Well, if an American magician says so, then must be right. (laughs) If it was a British magician, everyone would be like, nah, shut up. It's all real. (laughs) Not a self-proclaimed demonologist and an American magician. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely a title that he just thought of himself. Um... That's what I am, guidance counselor. (laughs) That's what he put on his degree. (laughs) Bachelor's degree. Demonologist Ed Warren. Yes. Demonologist Ed Warren. Thank you. (laughs) Demonologist. Yes. Thank you. Oh my god. Ray Allen, a a ventriloquist, ventriloquist, came to the house and declared that Janet's male voice sounds were just vocal trickery. So I mean, geez, a 12-year-old can really make her voice sound like deep like an old man. There's 11-year-old ventriloquists out there. Didn't, didn't we see one on that America's Got Talent show that you watch? Yeah, but an old man. All right, whatever. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um, so I was actually, I was just going to say, like, your thoughts so far. Are you leaning on any side of the fence? Are you in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> I do believe in ghosts. I don't believe Janet. <laughs> <laughs> poor, oh poor girl <laughs> getting assassinated right now she god damn it Janet. fly to america and kick her ass she really would she what if she 11 and se- i can't do math she's old as shit but she would, she would, she would kick me she's probably in her fifth oh what's that, what's that math do that math. she's younger than our parents never mind <laughs> Oh, she she's gonna get her friend Bill to to haunt you. Yeah. Dude, no, don't do that. All right. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Janet. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Uh, skeptic Joe Nickel examined the findings of paranormal investigators and criticized them for being overly credulous when a supposedly disembodied demonic voice was heard. Playfair noted that, as always, Janet's lips. Janet's lips hardly seemed to be moving. He states that a remote-controlled still camera, uh, which was timed to take a photo every 15 seconds, was shown by investigator Melvin Harris to reveal pranking by the girls. Uh, he... Mm. Mm. Oh, she is mm. bullshit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they still made a movie after this? All right. It was a- they, they still made a movie after this. Um <laughs> it should be like the ultimate prank the movie well i mean obviously conjuring two i don't know was conjuring one real so that was based on so the conjuring films um are based on uh ed and lorraine warren's cases um uh, so the first one was based on the perrin family haunting which um ed and lorraine investigated Second one was 
uh, based on obviously the Enfield haunting, which they investigated. I think they had in the film, they had a much bigger involvement than they actually did. I don't think mm. they have a huge involvement. Um, and the third Conjuring film is based off another one of their cases, but I'm not sure. Huh. I'm not sure which one. Right. But yeah, okay. Conjuring one was based on an alleged case as well of mm. of haunting and demons and i don't think there was there was our old friend bill involved um, <laughs> oh bill oh bill <laughs> oh bill um so uh but, but, but joe nickel also argues that a photo allegedly depicting janet levitating actually shows her bouncing off the bed as if it were a trampoline Harris called the photos examples of common gymnastics and said, it's worth remembering that Janet was a school sports champion. <laughs> like, look how high I could jump. Woohoo, I'm levitating. That, that kind of <laughs> nonsense? Okay. All right, Janet. That's it. What's the sister's name? I forget. What's Martha, he... I think it was Margaret. Margaret. I want to go with Margaret. Margaret seems to be like backing off of all this nonsense. It's really Janet leading the way. Janet's leading the charge. <clears throat> Janet is leading the charge. A tape recorder fault that Gross linked to supernatural activity and SPR president David Fontana described as seemed to defy the rules of mechanical... Oh, God, I actually missed out a massive chunk of my notes. Oh, dear. Dom. Oh, no. <laughs> gravity? So, I'm going to go with mechanical, like engineering okay. or something. Mm-hmm. Seemed to defy the rules of mechanical engineering. That sounds right. Um, was actually a strange threading jam that occurred with older model reel-to-reel tape recorders. So, so Gross is saying that that was linked to, the recorder vault was linked to supernatural activity. Um, yet Nickel was saying that it was, it was just a jam that occurred with older reel-to-reel tape recorders. Like nothing nothing supernatural about that whatsoever this whole i mean thing. i like the idea of a nine-year-old dude talking through a 12 year old it's very disappointing yeah no <laughs> i liked it if it was i mean Jeez. janet wasn't lying she's janet way to ruin the fun but that guy did die in her house so ah, some ah, to ah, that is true he, how would she know wish. how would she know don't you know when you buy a house? That's uh, you're gonna say, "Hey, twelve-year-old daughter." No, I mean, her, her, see that over, chair there? She overheard her mom saying, "A yeah. really old man and his barking I dog." Think, I still don't understand why they had that chair, but <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Janet just had a you, imagination. Do you think, like, when they were like the estate agent was just showing him around the house, she like he or he or she sort of was always being like, "Ah, oh, so." You know, the massive garden and south-facing windows and 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 blah 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 blah. And then, like, really quickly, she was like, "Someone died in the chair downstairs." So let's go upstairs. And look at those petunias out there. <laughs> <laughs> look at the beautiful decor. Ignore the chair. Look at the beautiful decor. <laughs> oh my god! Stupid chair. Maybe it's inexplicably like fused to the floor now and like out of here. Haunted chair. <laughs> no. Is this house still there? Is that chair still there? Is the chair still there? Is it like a museum? <laughs> like a haunted museum? So the house is still there. Yeah. Um, 
we we will cross that bridge in a minute i think right. i think we're coming up to she always loves to jump ahead this is what i have to deal with all the time she's always jumping <laughs> danielle always jumping <laughs> like you're on a trampoline <laughs> you're a sports champion you're you're janet <laughs> <laughs> so this is an interesting quote um regarding to ed warren and it's something that other people have said as well i've seen a few i've seen it a few times crop up um i saw it in i think it was a conjuring feature no not a conjuring feature it was i think i was reading something um about about them um and it was said by someone i can't remember exactly who but someone was like he he sort of exaggerated things um and and over blew them essentially mm. um but ed nickel um said that ed warren was notorious for exaggerating and even making up incidents in such cases often transforming a haunting case into one of demonic possession oh ed well, yeah oh he ed a whole <laughs> degree here of demonology he's, know, he's fancier than he is <laughs> he's got <laughs> Can you like that is like his flex like it's like I have a degree. <laughs> so man, you've got a demo you've got a demonologist degree, but I have a degree. <laughs> Listen to me. Man, you wrote your name on a piece of paper, right? <laughs> Doctor of demonology. Doctor demonology. <laughs> Ed Warren is demonology. He is just the whole demonology. Yeah, all it. of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this guy. <laughs> in 2015 uh, Deborah Hyde commented that there was no solid evidence for the Enfield poltergeist saying the first thing to note is that the occurrences didn't happen under controlled circumstances hmm. people frequently see what they expect to see their senses being organized and shaped by their prior experiences and beliefs uh, skeptics have claimed that the reported poltergeist voice emanating from Janet was manufactured by artificial vocal cords above the larynx and spoke in a childlike manner. Janet was seen waving her hand, then putting her hand in front of her lips when a supposed disembodied voice was heard in a television interview for BBC Scotland. Trickster. She was interviewed? Well, yeah, when a little she was. Um, and she had the audacity to cover her mouth and go, don't look this way while a really weird voice comes out of my mouth. She's 11. She thinks she's sly. Jenna, is just like the audacity of this caucasity, man. I can't, I can't be dealing, I can't be dealing with the, the audacity of this 11 year old. So man, I'd be mortified if I was her mother. Like Janet, knock it off. Right. Get it together. And the, the mother's like, Janet, Stop. We need this. <laughs> we need this. <laughs> we rehearsed this, Janet. <laughs> we went through this. Yeah, they're getting publicity. Maybe mom sees some dollar signs on it. She's like, keep it up. Oh, Janet, you're fucking it up. <laughs> 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 I have four mouths to feed. Your father's MIA. <laughs> I love how, like I said, this is going to be a spooky episode. And that's just the <laughs> the audacity of Janet. <laughs> We put it all on this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if like everything was genuine and Janet's just listening to this, listening to this, being like, oh man, these bitches. <laughs> <It was true. laughs> hey, 
email us did not need to know at gmail (laughs) show me your proof janet find us on social media janet (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so uh during the interview um which the uh, the bbc scotland interview i believe um both girls were asked the question so janet and margaret i believe um both girls were asked the question how does it feel to be haunted by a a poltergeist Uh, janet replied it's not haunted and margaret in a hushed tone interrupted and said shut up (laughs) so margaret sort of (laughs) threw threw janet under the bus on that one (laughs) (laughs) it's totally i i I understand 100 (laughs) shut up you <laughs> You're the middle sister. Nobody, shut up, Janet. Like, God damn it! Go <laughs> jump on a bed. <laughs> uh, skeptics have used have viewed these elements as evidence against the the case of paranormal activity. Um, as a magician experienced in the dynamics of trickery, Nickel examined Playfair's account as well as contemporary press, press clippings. <laughs> magician experienced in the dynamics of trickery. I'm sorry, I'm what laughing at the, another magician's involved with this. There are yeah. experts <laughs> in this. Was he an American? <laughs> this is British. <laughs> this is a British one. Okay. He's more legit, a British. <laughs> it's more legit if it's British. I understand. He understands. British. Yes, because us Brits are extremely genuine everything <laughs> is extremely genuine with us brits <laughs> no sarcasm so uh, <laughs> so yeah as a magician experienced in the dynamics dynamics of trickery nickel examines playfair's account as well as contemporary press clippings he noticed that the supposed poltergeist tended to act only when it was not being watched and concluded that the incidents were best explained as child as children's pranks mm. The evidence is mounting up, it seems, yeah. against our against old Janet. Yep. Uh, although Gross made tape recordings of Janet and believed no trickery was involved, <laughs> the magician. And uh, where are these magicians? <laughs> See, isn't this ridiculous? Why? 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 Why like are magicians? Investigator. <laughs> yeah, right. Where's the real crime investigator? I'll take another demonologist <laughs> at this point. Why is all magician? <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> He's the only one. He made it up. For forget Janet. This this is the real like case. Just <laughs> the case of the never-ending stream of magicians that just Why randomly that just appeared like right. I'm the authority. Yeah, why not get like a child psychologist in there and be like, Janet, like, no, do you need to tell us anything? They deal with children. They they trick trick kids so they would know if a kid is tricking them. Okay, it's good logic. Okay, okay. Can you can you imagine if I scroll to the next bit of my notes and it's like, so Ped and Teller arrived at. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. So, so although Gross made up, uh, made tape recordings of Janet and believed no trickery was involved, the magician Bob Cootie, oh, I think I've absolutely butchered that, oh dear, um, said he made some of the recordings available to me and having listened to them very carefully, I came to the conclusion that there was nothing in 
what I heard that was beyond the capabilities of an imaginative teenager. And he is uh, a magician. So you know. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> his word can i hear that i wish i want to like google these recordings are they available somewhere you think i'm pretty sure like if you go on youtube you would find you would find them i'm i'm sure you can google them and and they're out there okay. in the domain i probably wouldn't do that like <laughs> tonight jen it's just <laughs> listening to like this, this recording of like um, an 11 year old girl hour 87 and... <laughs> 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 she just she just comes to you later and it's like so i've made a mistake <laughs> i shouldn't have done this <laughs> probably that'll probably be me. the hauntings in any case came to a a mysterious stop in 1979 though the family claims to have encountered some strange occurrences after the haunting such as strange noises Nothing extreme occurred in the subsequent years. Nonetheless, their harrowing experience has remained with them to this day. Margaret uh, has stated that it stays with you. It's just like a death, really. It gets a little bit easier as time goes on, but the fear and the memories of it and what happened never leaves you. And Janet, who obviously experienced much of the alleged um, activity dismisses skeptics' claims that she and her family conjured up the Enfield poltergeist. And that's it. Well, I feel bad that they really believe this. Like, obviously, or they're so whacked in the head that they still are standing by like a little kid. Maybe, maybe they were kids. Something, you know, silly happened. They were like, oh, it must have been a ghost, and then ran with it. And then convince themselves that things happened. Maybe. So how old was she, do we think, when it like stopped happening? Well, she said two years later. So she's 13. So it came to a stop in 1979. So yeah, she was around 13, I think. Okay. She's still young. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's it's interesting. Um, it's an interesting one because it's like there's plenty of stuff that points to it not being genuine but there's also like obviously you know I wasn't there so I can't yeah. you know I can't be like right it didn't happen right but it's it's like you know uh, did that you know did she really you know speak in in yeah you know an old man voice did she really levitate did she you know did this really happen did that really happen so can maybe the ghost make it look like she's a good liar so <clears throat> here's another theory the, the ghost was bill right bill wilkins okay name. so what if like it did happen but he was just like you know i don't want to do this anymore and she was like oh i really like the attention and then started like keeping it on even though bill was like these girls are nuts yeah, I'm that's out. Pl that's plausible. I'm gonna go back into my chair and with just, my dog, with my barking dog, with my barking dog. Right, like because <laughs> the cops, the cops did see a chair fly with no wires, and maybe it just wasn't know. it as extensive as she made it. Yeah, maybe he stopped. Bill stopped, and Janet kept the kept it going for attention. I'll go with that theory. We like that theory. Okay. Yeah, I. I I tend to fall in that as well. 
like I want to it gun to the head was it genuine or or not I think that there was some stuff that probably did happen but some stuff might have been exaggerated as well yeah I think she just really liked the attention a middle child coming from a divorce getting a lot of attention on her she's like I'm gonna bend these spoons jump on this bed I'm gonna talk in a real creepy voice my hand over my mouth so no one sees yeah maybe she's really just trying to convince people no listen this shit happened because people don't believe us like Karen our husbands don't believe the ghost stuff that happened to us but we know it happened but like if a demonologist or a magician <laughs> came to figure out what really happened, they'll find no evidence. Yeah, we need to get that American one and Nichols Listen, to come. They won't find anything. But it did happen. So maybe we're just another Janet. I don't want to be Janet. Maybe we are Janet. <laughs> I mean, we were older than her age. We were way older. We were like 18 and 14. You don't make shit up when you're 18. <laughs> well well I ghostly I did I no, made him a lot of all right <laughs> I mean I did too but all right I don't oh, want to be dear. Janet though no I'm not Janet you're the middle nobody, Janet. nobody wants to be Janet, <laughs> Janet. she's gonna be <laughs> she, she murder us literally hates us <laughs> sorry you've alienated Janet, she's never going to listen to this podcast again. Oh no! So there goes alienate anyone who did believe that this. Was- <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should. Hey, listen. So hard. Well, people like we believe in ghosts yeah, and things do. like that. 100%. We just don't believe in Janet. Very big difference. <laughs> we believe. Well, like we said, that she did see something, just not as much or severe. Yeah, as I think she just ran with it. Yeah, she ran with it for sure. I love that line. We believe in ghosts. We don't believe in Janet. <laughs> you should put that on like your business card. You would not need to know. And then at the back, we believe in ghosts, but we don't believe in Janet. <laughs> Handing it to people. That and then they're just like, t-shirt. who is Janet? It's <laughs> a great t-shirt. Yeah, people will be like, I believe Janet? in you, just not Janet. And then we'll tag your podcast, our podcast. <laughs> this is great. But I've just given I've just given you a merch idea. Yeah, <laughs> we'll split the profits. <laughs> your, your mom and our mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need to see what the exchange rate is dollars <laughs> to pounds, and then I'll let you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're probably, your country's probably doing better than our country, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh dear. Well, I'll be in your country soon oh, in, right. in the summer. I did not tell you. Yeah, you don't tell me anything. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody tells me nothing. Um, so, so yeah, this is this is so off topic. Sorry. I've just realized. No, we're very people are listening to like this podcast, like expecting true crime. And there's me being like, right, so in the summer I'm traveling. (laughs) (laughs) This is turned into a travel podcast now. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, in the summer I'm I'm going to work on a summer camp in New York, and then I'm gonna do some traveling afterwards. Awesome. Going to go to Disney, gonna go to uh, Universal, all that jazz. Harry Potter world. Harry Potter world. You can you can practice dematerializing. I can no? practice. <laughs> I can practice my levitation. <laughs> I'll jump off like the third step of a staircase. Just like look. <laughs> they do have magic wands that do 
make things happen in Hogwarts. Stop it. Yeah, and stop it. Yeah, so there's like little, and it's all like lines of kids lined up to do things. And there's my husband, 30 years old, with a magic wand. <laughs> and you have to do a specific movement to make the thing move. And then some, some, but Janet's behind it with a wire moving yeah, it. Well, it's animatronic, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is fun, though. <laughs> Very cool. I've, I've already said that, like, I'm, I, so I'm going to be 31 um, when, when Disney and Universal happens post camp. But I've already said, like, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be kicking kids. I'm going to be throwing <laughs> elbows and knees. If I want my photo with Mickey. I want my photo with Do Goofy, it. with yes. Pluto. Like, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to get Mickey ears and everything. I'm going to get a badge being like, it's my birthday on, so 21st of August is my birthday and that's the day when a group of us have said that we're going to go to the Magic Kingdom so like there's going to be this 31 year old me just being like yes yes I am I am a child (laughs) Disney's for I am a child what's up Disney's for everyone of all ages oh of course it is I'm buzzing I can't wait so I hope everyone enjoyed the first spooky episode which kind of devolved into just attacking an 11 year old girl (laughs) 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 and an endless stream of magicians (laughs) which was the most haunting part of this whole case (laughs) thank you so much uh jenna and danielle for coming along um where can people find you on social medias what are your social media handles did not need to know on instagram and facebook and facebook um we are dnnk podcast on tiktok and twitter and yeah we are more active i feel like on facebook and instagram but but it's a learning curve for people in their 30s (laughs) on tiktok and twitter get my oh dear no i feel i feel you i feel you it took me like an eternity to sort of work out how tiktok worked it it was terrible i was like oh man i'm such a boomer yeah no i know i'm like i I don't know what i'm doing yeah we should (laughs) but we release new episodes every monday so check us out if you're into true crime i promise we will try not to um, bash 12 year old children and magicians too much <laughs> no promises <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so William Bonin um, will be the case on Horror House for next week he's kind of like Randy Craft but worse oh, no. <laughs> so that's that's going to be fun um, you can find Horror House anywhere you listen to podcasts um, and on Instagram and Twitter you'll find Horror House at Horror House Pod and on Facebook, you'll find Horror House at Horror... Uh, sorry, Twitter, Instagram, Horror House underscore pod. In, uh, Facebook, Horror House pod. I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review. And also definitely listen to Jenna and Danielle's wonderful podcast. Give them five-star reviews because they deserve all the five-star reviews because they're awesome. Ladies... We had so much this fun. Really cool. Thank so you. Cool. It was amazing. And you have the honors of wrapping up the episode. Oh, no. That, oh, that's too much pressure. We can't do it. <laughs> it is a lot of pressure. What, what do we say? Do we say, like, thank you, fellow weirdos? What's your, what's your outline? I forget. So um, I normally end 
with with stay spooky that's right but as long as you stay as long as you say stay spooky you you do your own thing you wrap it up shoot okay you have free reign free reign don't believe any magician that crosses your path and stay spooky (laughs) (laughs) until next time stay spooky (laughs) 